Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Mental Wellness Wake-Up Show, a weekly podcast where growth-minded, creative people come to learn best practices from both spirituality and psychology that create lasting well-being. I am your host, mental wellness expert, improvised acting teacher, therapist, and coach, Dawn McMillan. Let's get to it. Beautiful humans. I've been having trouble recording this episode for you. And I'm telling you this so that we can explore what happens when we use force on ourselves. So I am studying simultaneously internal family systems and family constellations. And my idea was to try to share with you all of the overlaps that I see between these two ways of working systemically. And I'm failing miserably. And the reality is I'm just not ready to talk about it yet. I don't have my own ideas crystallized enough to where I can speak about these two systems in a way that makes any kind of sense. My last couple of attempts have been just like rambling, absolute rambling. And so I decided to stop trying to force it. Where in your life are you trying to force things because your logical brain tells you that you should? Should is such a dirty word. Should is such a dirty word. Should is so laden with judgments. And those things which are laden with judgments are very rarely joyful for anyone involved. And so rather than taking these judgments and using force on yourself, what are our other choices? There's this real sense, and I, and I talked a little bit about it in the episode about rest. There's this real sense that we need to like, just dominate and control ourselves, and oh, by the way, everyone else and the environment, and that the things that are most worth having are the things that you just have to bear down and work the hardest at. What if that's a complete lie? I want to, again, explore the difference between effort and struggle. Effort and struggle. In my own life, sitting down at the keyboard and tootling around with a new piece of music is effort. Like my hands get tired, my voice gets tired but I guarantee you it is not struggle. Even if it's a really hard piece, even if it's something I'm like, ah, I just can't quite catch it. I am not struggling, y'all. I'm concentrating. I'm putting in effort. And so the difference is, why do we value struggle so much? One of my theories is that we are living in the upside down, (laughs) y'all. Up is down, black is white, left is right that the power structures that exist want to maintain themselves. And one of the ways in which they maintain themselves is to keep us struggling and grinding and working and stressing and always feeling like we need more and we're not good enough. So what if we rejected that idea that in order for something to be worth having, it has to include struggle? Hear me again. I'm not talking about effort. I'm talking about struggle. 
that the things that are flow for us, that the things that come naturally and easily can't possibly be our work in the world because our work in the world has to be bear down and make it happen. But what if that's a complete lie? I had a coach, my very first coach, actually, my life coach, I talked about your superpower. We all have superpowers, but we overlook them because they're so natural for us. They're so natural for us that sometimes we don't know that we're doing them and we don't know that it's valuable. And we don't know that it's valuable. You know, I have a friend who just like absolutely buys the best gifts for or creates even the best gifts for people. She just knows. And she doesn't think it's a really big deal that she gives these perfect gifts for every occasion. She's like, oh, it's just, you know, you just ba 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 I'm like, yeah, not everybody can do that. Not everybody knows that. So what if you live in a culture that says that a good person is a person who gives great gifts and you don't have that, whatever it is that she has, then you are going to force and grind and struggle and push yourself to try to fit into that that idea, and it's not true for you. Bertram's fine. If you can hear him, he's just doing his Bertram thing in the background. So we are all gifted with certain tendencies. We are all gifted with certain skills. And yet, because of our cultural programming, We often try to force ourselves into some other box. We try to force ourselves into some other box. So we live in a cultural time where everybody wants a certain body type, right? So, you know, you have your natural body type and you love Pilates, but the body type that is popular in your culture is different. So you force yourself to go to the gym every day and do, you know, 600 deadlifts and 500 squats to try to get that body type. And it is a grind and you don't like it. You don't enjoy it. Your body doesn't like it, but you do it anyway because you're supposed to. Just what if that's all BS? What if how you know what your mission in life is, what your work in the world is, what podcast to record today is that there's a sense of flow. There's a sense of ease. There's a sense of expansion. There are essentially two states that we can be in. One is contraction and the other is expansion. And a lot of times what we do is we buy this culture's point of view that things that are worth having are hard and heavy and serious and And I can just feel my physical body, my actual chest collapsing. I can feel my muscles tensing up. It's almost like we're addicted to being in that fight, flight, freeze, fawn system. That we're addicted to the heaviness. We're addicted to the contraction because our systems in the past taught us that that's how you know you're a good person doing the right thing is if there's some struggle and suffering There's a phrase in our culture, that which is achieved too easily is esteemed too lightly. I'm calling BS. First of all, maybe that's only true because we believe it's true. 
Yeah, we do. Sometimes we take things for granted that are handed to us. Sure. We do. We're humans. Like that was easy. Maybe I don't value it as much, but to buy that as an overall arching theme for your life, how detrimental is that? That if I don't have to work super hard at it, that it's not worth having. And again, there's a difference between effort and struggle. Yeah. There is that messy middle. I think it may be Seth Godin who talks about the messy middle, that when you're trying to achieve a, something big or something that's a big paradigm shift or a life shift from where you began, you know, you get that motivation to start. And then there's that messy middle where you can't really see your progress and you're not quite where you want to be. And that can feel like work. But again, does it have to be struggle? Is effort the same as struggle? Is effort the same as struggle? Is something hard, is the fact that something is hard proof that it's worth doing? Right? If you find calculus hard and you find biology easy, does that mean that calculus is more worthwhile for you to do than biology? And if you using that example, neither one of them is necessarily easy. It may require your attention. It may require your focus. It may require practice. It may require effort. But if biology is effort and calculus is struggle, does that mean you should go into calculus? Because the harder it is, the more worthwhile it is? I don't think so. I really don't think so. So there's an idea in music and now in a, a lot of other fields about deliberate practice. If there's something you want to get good at, it requires deliberate practice. Deliberate practice is effort. But if you're del- if if um, playing the violin is not only deliberate practice and effort, but actual struggle because it bores you to tears or you just don't like it, you know, maybe take up the didgeridoo. I'm hammering this home, but it's really, this is what is really present for me because trying to record this episode on something that I wasn't ready to record was a struggle. Recording this episode about the possibility that hard and difficult doesn't necessarily mean worthwhile is actually a state of flow. And I'm exerting effort. I'm thinking, I'm standing, I'm wanting to make sure that my sentences are complete. Like I'm putting effort into this. And there's a difference. So like most aspects of growth in our internal world, we are talking about subtle energies. We are talking about learning a kind of discernment. What is the distinction between struggle and effort? And will worthwhile in alignment flow things sometimes include struggle? Sure. Sure. It's a matter of how much for how long. And if we unhook from the idea that you can prove that something is worthwhile because it is hard and flip that to sometimes things that are worthwhile are hard, right? That's different. You're not saying, oh, this is really hard. It must be worthwhile. You're like, oh, this is really worthwhile. And sometimes it's hard. And I know some of you are like, I don't believe that. Our culture does. Our culture does. Our culture glorifies the grind. 
As I'm recording this, I'm in the United States of America in 2021. Right? I know it's 2022. (laughs) Yeah, it's that kind of week. But our culture glorifies the grind. Hustle culture. Push, grind, kill, slay. Like all of our adjectives, like, you know, killing the game, destroy the... Really aggressive and really, really grindy. But what if instead of that, we like, what if we glorified the flow and recognizing that part of flow is effort? If you look into um, Mihai Tikchet Mihai's original work on flow, part of the way you get into a state of flow is where the challenge, it has to be challenging. Anything that's too easy is not going to pr- present a state of flow. Anything that's too hard is going to be struggle. But there's this beautiful Goldilocks spot that the thing that you are pursuing is both sufficiently challenging to stretch you and you have sufficient skill to be just on the edge of of mastering it. That's flow. That's flow. So if you find that you are having to engage in force, you are having to really push yourself to do something, maybe it's worth considering if that's the right time the right activity or the right way to pursue that house cleaning. For example, you're like, Oh, I got to force myself to clean my house. Well, maybe it's the right time, but maybe it's not the right way. Maybe you invite a friend over and you both clean your house and then you go over and you clean your friend's house. Maybe you listen to your favorite podcast or turn on your favorite dance music while you're doing it. Maybe you change the way, but you don't have to necessarily buy that the way to manage you in your own life is through force. Excuse me. And maybe if more of us stop trying to force ourselves, we might lighten up on trying to dominate and control each other. And with that, and before this cough comes back, let me remind you that you are whole, perfect, and complete just the way you are. And you are worthy and deserving of all good things. And while you're out in your world being fabulous, please stop by iTunes or Spotify and leave me a five-star review because that will help us grow our community of beautiful humans who are doing what we can to help make the world a better place. Thank you so much for listening and I will hang out with you next week. Bye!